Chapter Fifteen of the Bobbsey Twins on the Deep Blue Sea by Laura Lee Hope. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Land Ho! Mrs. Bobbsey at first did not know whether Freddie was playing some of his make-believe games or whether he really had caught a fish. Certainly something seemed to be pulling on the line he held out of the porthole, but then his mother thought it might have caught on something, as fish lines often do get caught. "'I've caught a fish! I've caught a fish!' Freddie cried again. "'Oh, please, somebody come and help me pull it in!' Flossie was so excited, almost as much as was her brother, that she forgot all about her lost doll. "'Have you really caught a fish?' asked Mrs. Bobbsey. "'I really have.' "'I guess maybe it's a shark or a whale. It's so big and it pulls so hard,' cried Freddie. And really the line that was wound around his hand was pulled so tight and stretched so hard where it went out of the hole and down into the ocean that Freddie could not lower his fist. "'Oh, Freddie!' cried his mother. "'If you have caught a fish, it may cut your fingers by jerking on that line.' "'Well, I, I caught something,' Freddie said. "'Please, somebody get it off my line, and hurry, please.' By this time, Nan and Bert had run down into the storeroom. They saw what was going on. "'Are you sure you haven't caught another hat?' asked Bert, as he remembered what had once happened to his little brother. "'It doesn't pull like a hat,' Freddy answered. "'It's a real fish.' "'I believe he has caught something,' said Mr. Chase, the engineer, as he ran in from the motor-room.' "'Yes, it's either a fish or a turtle,' he added, as he caught hold of the line and took some of the pull off Freddy's hand. "'Unwind that cord from your fingers,' he told the little boy. "'I'll take care of your fish, if you really have one.' "'Could it be a turtle?' asked Nan. "'Yes, there are lots of em in these waters,' the engineer said. "'But I never knew one of em to bite on just a piece of string before, without even a hook or a bit of bait on it. "'Oh, I got something on my line for bait,' Freddy answered. But no one paid any attention to him just then, for the engineer, gently thrusting the little boy aside, looked from the porthole himself, and what he saw made him cry, "'The little lad has caught something all right. Would you mind running up on deck and telling Captain Crane your brother has caught something?' said Mr. Chase to Bert, and tell him— if he wants to get it aboard, he'd better tell one of the men to stand by with a long-handled net. I think it's a turtle or a big fish, and it'll be good to eat whatever it is, unless it's a shark, and some folks eat them nowadays. Oh, I don't want to catch a shark, exclaimed Freddy. It's already caught, whatever it is, said Mr. Chase. It seems to be well hooked, too, whatever you used on the end of your line. I tied on a began Freddy, but once again no one paid attention to what he said, for the fish, or whatever it was on the end of the line, began to squirm in the water. Squiggle, Freddy called it afterward, and the engineer had to hold tightly to the line. Please hurry and tell the captain to reach the net overboard and pull this fish in, begged Mr. Chase of Bert. I'd pull it in through the porthole, but I'm afraid it will get off if I try. All this while the swallow was moving slowly along through the blue waters of the deep sea, for when the engineer had run in to see what Freddy had caught, he had shut down the motor so that it moved at a quarter speed. Up on deck ran Bert to find his father and Captain Crane there,
talking with Cousin Jasper. "'What is it, Bert?' asked Mr. Bobbsey. "'Oh, will you please get out a net, Captain?' cried Nan's brother. "'Freddy has caught a big fish through the porthole, "'and the engineer, Mr. Chase, is holding it now, "'and he can't pull it in. "'And will you do it with a net?' "'My, that's a funny thing to have happen,' said Mr. Bobbsey. "'I'll get the net,' cried Captain Crane. "'If your brother has really caught a fish or a turtle, we can have it for dinner. "'I wouldn't be surprised if it was a turtle,' said the captain to Bert's father. "'There are plenty around where we are sailing now, "'and they'll sometimes bite on a bare hook, though they like something to eat better.' "'What bait did Freddy use?' he asked. "'I don't know,' Bert answered.' By this time Captain Crane had found a large net which had a long handle fast to it and also a rope so that if the fish were so large that the handle should break in lifting it from the water, the rope would hold. With the net ready to dip down into the water, Captain Crane ran along the deck until he stood above the porthole, out of which ran the line. The fish, or whatever it was, was still fast to the other end of the strong cord. "'Haul it up as close as you can to the side of the boat,' called the captain to the engineer, who thrust his head partly out of the round hole. "'Then I'll scoop it up in the net. Watch out he doesn't get off the hook.' "'That's the trouble,' said the engineer. "'I don't believe Freddy used a hook, but we'll soon see.' Up on the deck of the Swallow, as well as down in the storeroom, where Freddie, his mother, and the others were watching, there was an anxious moment. They all wanted to see what it was the little boy had caught. "'Here we go now,' cried Captain Crane, as he lowered the long-handled net into the water near the cord. The captain held to the wooden handle, and Mr. Bobbsey had hold of the rope. Through the porthole Mr. Chase pulled on the cord until he had brought the flapping, struggling captive close to the side of the motorboat. Then, with a sudden scoop, Captain Crane slipped the net under it. "'Now pull!' he cried, and both he and Mr. Bobbsey did this. Up out of the blue sea rose something in the net, and as the sun shone on the glistening sides, Freddy, peering from the porthole beside the engineer, cried, "'Oh, it's a fish! It's a big fish!' and indeed it was a flapping fish of large size, the silver scales of which shone brightly in the sun. Pull, cried the captain to Mr. Bobbsey, and a few seconds later the fish lay flapping on deck. Up from below came Freddy, greatly excited, followed by his mother, Nan, Flossie, and Mr. Chase. Flossie chanting loudly, Freddy caught a fish, Freddy caught a fish. "'Didn't I tell you I caught a fish?' cried the little boy, his blue eyes shining with excitement. "'You certainly did,' his father answered. "'But how did you do it, little fat fireman?' "'Well, Captain Crane gave me the fish line,' Freddy answered. "'Yes, I did,' the captain said. "'He begged me for one, and I let him take it. "'I didn't think he could do any harm, "'as I didn't let him take any sharp hooks, "'or any hooks, in fact.' "'If he didn't have his line baited or a hook on it, "'I don't see how he caught anything,' said the engineer. "'I did have something on my line,' Freddy exclaimed. "'I had, I had.' "'But just then Flossie, who had been forgotten in the excitement, "'burst out with, 
"'Where's my doll, Freddy Bobsey? "'Where's my nice rubber doll that you took? "'I want her. Where is she?' "'I... I guess the fish swallowed her,' Freddy answered. "'The fish?' cried all the others. "'Yes. You see, I tied the rubber doll on the end of the line instead of a hook,' the little boy added. "'I knew I had to have something for to bait the fish, so they'd bite.' "'so I tied Flossie's doll on. "'The fish couldn't hurt it much,' he went on, "'cause once Snap had your rubber doll in his mouth, Flossie, "'and she wasn't hurt a bit. "'And is my doll in the fish now?' the little girl demanded, "'not quite sure whether or not she ought to cry. "'I guess it swallowed the doll,' returned Freddy. "'Anyhow, the doll was on the end of the string, "'and now the string is in the fish's mouth.' "'But maybe you can get your doll back, Flossie, when the fish is cooked.' Captain Crane bent over the fish, which was flopping about on deck. "'It has swallowed the end of the line, and I suppose whatever was fast on the cord,' he said. "'If it was Flossie's doll, that is now inside the fish.' "'And can you get it out?' asked Bert. "'Oh, yes, when we cut the fish open to clean it ready to cook, we can get the doll.' "'Is that fish good to eat?' asked Mrs. Bobbsey. "'Very good indeed. It's one of our best kind,' the captain said. "'Freddy is a better fisherman than he knew.' And the little Bobbsey twin had really caught a fish. Just why it was the fish had bit on the line, baited with Flossie's rubber doll, no one knew. But Captain Crane said that sometimes the fish get so hungry they will almost bite on a bare hook, and are caught that way.' This fish of Freddy's was so large that it had swallowed the doll, which was tied fast on the end of the line, and once the doll was in its stomach, the fish could not get loose from the heavy cord. "'But you mustn't take Flossie's doll for fish bait again,' said Mrs. Bobbsey. "'No, am I won't,' Freddy promised. "'But now maybe I can have a real hook and bait.' "'Well, we'll see about that,' said Mr. Bobbsey with a smile." The line was cut close to the mouth of the big fish, which weighed about fifteen pounds, and then Freddy's prize was taken by the cook down to the galley, or kitchen. A little later the cook brought back Flossie's rubber doll, cleanly washed, and with the piece of string still tied around its waist. "'Is she hurt?' asked Flossie, for her doll was very real to the little girl, since she often pretended she was alive." "'No, she's all right, not even a pinhole in her,' said Mr. Bobbsey. "'There are a few marks of the teeth of the fish where it grabbed your rubber doll, "'but she was swallowed whole like Jonah and the whale, so no harm was done.' "'I'm glad,' said the little girl, as she cuddled her plaything, "'so strangely given back to her. "'And don't you dare take her for fish bait again, Freddy Bobbsey. "'No, Flossie, I won't,' he said.' I'll use real bait after this. But you mustn't do any more fishing without telling me or your mother, cautioned Mr. Bobbsey. You might have been pulled overboard by this one. Oh, no, I couldn't, Freddy declared. Only my head could go through the porthole. Well, don't do it again, his father warned him, and the little boy promised that he would not. The fish was cooked for supper, and very good it was, too. Flossie and Freddy ate some, and Flossie pretended to feed her doll a little, though of course the doll didn't really chew. 
the fish tried to eat you and now you can eat some of the fish flossie said with a laugh the bobbsey twins wanted to stay up late that night and watch the moonlight on the water but their mother after letting them sit on deck a little while said it would be best for them to turn in as the sailors call going to bed they had been up early and the first day of their new voyage at sea had been a long one so down to their berths they went and were soon ready for bed my we had a lot of things happen today remarked flossie well i'm sorry i took the doll but i'm awful glad i caught that great big fish answered freddie but you're never going to take her for fish bait again freddie bobbsey repeated his twin i didn't say i was i guess the next time i want to go fishing i'll get a regular piece of meat from the cook children children it's time to go to sleep now broke in their mother remember you want to be up bright and early tomorrow if i don't wake up you call me please cried freddie and then he turned over and in a few minutes was sound asleep and soon the others followed the next day passed the children had fun on board the motorboat and the older folks read and talked among other things of how glad they would be to rescue jack from the lonely island the following day it rained hard and the four twins had to stay in the cabin most of the time but they found plenty to amuse them the third morning as they came up on deck the sun was shining and one of the men was looking at something through a telescope does he see another fish or maybe a whale or a shark asked freddie the sailor answered for himself though he was really speaking to captain crane who was at the steering wheel land ho cried the sailor where away asked the captain dead ahead went on the sailor that is the way they talk on board a ship and it means i see some land where is it straight ahead the bobbsey twins looked but all they could see was a faint speck far out in the deep blue sea is that land asked nan yes it's an island answered captain crane oh maybe it's the island where jack is bert cried perhaps said captain crane we'll soon know for it is not many miles away though it looks far off on account of the fog and mist we'll soon be there he was just going to ring the bell giving a signal to the engineer to make the boat go faster when all at once mr chase who had helped freddie catch the fish came hurrying up out of the motor room captain he cried we'll have to slow down one of the motors is broken we'll have to stop this was bad news to the bobbsey twins end of chapter fifteen